Hey everybody, welcome to The Trench. My name is Christian, and today we're gonna to talk about the art of listening. Last week we talked a lot about how we take risks when we open ourselves to other people, how we can be vulnerable through self-revelation to others. But this week I want to flip things around a little bit and talk about some Christian ways to respond when others are vulnerable with us. When someone is vulnerable with us, we may feel incredibly awkward or uncomfortable, largely because we don't really know what to say. This can stem from the lack of control we feel over the circumstances of their lives. After all, these are their feelings and their problems and they're out of our hands and we don't like that. But on the other hand, this may also bring up some of our own unresolved feelings, and that also makes us uncomfortable. So, instead of simply listening to somebody as they share their pain, we may try to impose comfort on the situation or to control it ourselves, which, spoiler alert, never works the way that we hope. For example, we may try to take control of the situation by offering advice that's usually unsolicited. Oh my god, you should just cut out carbs. Bro, you just need to drink four protein shakes a day. You should dump him. Or we may try to identify with the trouble that someone is going through and end up over-identifying with it and thus overlooking it completely. We may initially be comforting a friend whose parents are going through a divorce, but then suddenly find ourselves saying, I know exactly what you're going through. When my parents split, I started smoking and overeating. I looked awful. Let me tell you all about it. Both of these impulses are destructive for relationship because they don't involve actually listening to someone's pain. These impulses are usually well-intentioned. I mean, we're trying to be helpful. And we're trying to be helpful because we know it sucks to be alone and suffering. But both of these strategies, jumping to advice on the one hand or over-identifying with a problem on the other, actually end up reinforcing loneliness and not eliminating suffering at all. Fixing someone's problem keeps us at a relational distance, and so it would probably be better just to hear what someone's going through. Yet before they can even finish telling us, we already have a detailed and well-illustrated strategic plan that we would be willing, quite generously, to share. Over-identifying, on the other hand, can dishonor someone else's pain and overlook their person and their experience. By turning the conversation back to our pain and our experience, we make the conversation about us and our stuff, and we leave the other person completely alone in their pain. Unfortunately, both of these responses only serve to further isolate. They deepen rather than dispel loneliness. Loneliness can only be dispelled by someone else's presence, when someone no longer feels alone. And this can only happen when someone is actually with them, when someone actually hears them. Too often, we spend so much time talking, either offering advice or over-identifying, that we don't listen to what someone else is saying. And listening is hard because it puts us in uncomfortable territory, either being forced to realize we have nothing to say, or having to deal with our own pain again. Part of the reason that so many of us feel like therapy is such a good and healing process is because a trip to the therapist might be the first time you ever feel like someone's listening to you, like really listening. As the late German theologian and pastor Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes, Christians often think they must always contribute something when they are in the company of others. They forget that listening can be a greater service than speaking. Many people are looking for an ear that will listen. They do not find it among Christians because these Christians are talking where they should be listening. We should take these words to heart and really ask ourselves what our go-to response is when somebody is opening to us and being vulnerable. Do we just wait for an opportunity to speak and share our thoughts? Or are we really trying to understand what somebody might be going through? Are we sitting in the presence of our good ideas and helpful suggestions? Or are we actually sitting in the presence of somebody who just needs us to be there for them? It's hard to believe that something as simple as just listening could be such a great service, but it is. Because listening genuinely 
allows us to enter into somebody else's suffering and to share it. And it breaks the loneliness of suffering because it is now a shared place. But sharing suffering can only happen if we speak less and listen more. I once heard someone say that if you can pass up three opportunities before you finally say, oh my goodness, that's just like me, then you'll be considered the best conversationalist of all time. I kind of like that. I don't think it's coincidence that Christ's earthly ministry didn't start until he was 30 years old. Jesus Christ is the divine Son of God, the second person of the Trinity. And even though he can discern the thoughts and hearts of people, he didn't start talking and teaching until he had listened to us for 30 years. The Incarnation shows us that Christ isn't afraid to share our suffering entirely. By taking on flesh and then taking up the cross and entering death, he fills the void with his presence. And he does this to meet us there. He shatters the void of loneliness by sitting with us in Hades for three long days. Christ doesn't rush to make it all better. He simply shares suffering, making it the place of his presence. And we experience the shattering of loneliness in the sacrament of confession. We can see how healing it is simply to be heard, to be able to open the depth of our pain and shame, of our doubt and fear, to let someone be with us in our pain. Yet clergy aren't the only ones called to listen. Our call, our ministry, is to be present with others in the midst of their suffering. We are to listen to them, to take a stance of openness in our relationships, even if it means sitting with people in their personal Hades for three long days. So maybe it's time for us to stop offering unsolicited advice and stop over-identifying with other people's problems. It's time to start listening, simply sharing in someone's suffering, trusting that as we do that, Christ also shares in ours. So join the fight. Live Orthodoxy. Remember to like and subscribe, and join the rest of us inside the trench. Now we gotta wait. So many outside noises happening. Oh no, why did I not turn off the fan? Well, hopefully it doesn't matter too much.